Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Peak Performance knows that according to studies, nearly 30 million men suffer from ED and won't do anything about it. Maybe they're afraid the solution will be painful. Maybe they don't react well to medication. Maybe they're afraid it won't work. Don't be part of that 30 million. Call 1-800-210-8181. That's 1-800-210-8181. Or visit peakperformanceformen.com. Peak Performance. Man at his peak. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you'll hear the fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in themselves and what each was able to accomplish. At the end of tonight's show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. Okay, so all over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations, different areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name when we use nameology science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that all benefit? Our expert tonight is Joyce Joya, who has developed her genius in the area of business as it relates to hiring. Now, I love this topic and this subject, and I'm so glad that Joyce agreed to be on the show with us tonight because so many different HR companies hire me to look at the names and see if they match the job descriptions. And she comes with this at such a different angle and from such a business background that I'm so excited to have her here with us tonight. Joyce Joya is a strategic business futurist concentrating on relationship aspects of the future. This arena includes workforce and workplace trends, as well as consumer, education, and business-to-business trends. Joyce is president of the Herman Group. That's a firm serving a wide range of corporate, trade association, and government clients on an international basis. Through consulting, speaking, and training, Joyce helps clients position themselves for success in the future. Joyce has served clients on six continents and in 43 states. 
Focusing on what will be the most valuable for her clients and audiences, Joyce tailors her messages to what is most needed with an emphasis on take-home value, practical tactics, and strategies that can be put to work right away. Joyce has co-authored five books with her partner, Roger Herman. These books are focused on what employers must do to attract, optimize, and hold on to their best employees. Joyce approaches HR or human resources from an internal marketing perspective, taking the external marketing concepts and strategies and then applying them within the organization. A respected a professional speaker and trainer, Joyce has earned the designation Certified Management Consultant, the highest certification granted by the Institute of Management Consultants, and she's also earned the Certified Speaking Professional title, which is the highest certification granted by the National Speakers Association. Joyce contributed a regular column to the Future Magazine, as well as Sky, Delta Airlines award-winning in-flight magazine. Joyce Goya holds a bachelor's degree in languages and communications from the University of Denver and a master's in business administration specializing in marketing from Fordham University. At the age of 28, she was the youngest magazine publisher in the country. Often quoted in the national media, like Industry Week, the Christian Science Monitor, Entrepreneur Magazine, Business Week, the Wall Street Journal, National Public Radio, and many more, Joyce is recognized as one who not only knows what's coming, but can communicate that future very effectively. She's also appeared on numerous radio and television talk shows and was featured in an episode of the New Attitudes on the Lifetime Cable Network. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Joyce. I have so long, Sharon, thought that namology was brilliant. And so I'm so happy to be able to converse with you about not only what I know and to share with your audience what I have observed and what I have, uh, the insights that I've come to, but also just how well namology works. Oh, it's well, remarkable. Thank you. thank you. Okay, so how did you discover your passion in life, this passion that you have with helping all of these firms? I went, I was at a, a meeting of a women's organization, a networking organization in Westchester County, New York, and I was fascinated by the speaker I was hearing. She was dynamic. She was effective. And I came, went up to her afterwards and I said, you're the best speaker I've ever heard. I want to be like you. And I think I, I took her for a loop. Um, and I communicated with her. Eventually, she became my mentor, not right away, but eventually. And she introduced me to my, uh, my partner, the person who would be my partner in the speaking industry, Roger Herman. And it was Roger who helped me to turn on to who I could be as a speaker and consultant and how I could touch others in ways that they gain, could gain new perspectives on their lives, choose to change their behaviors, and experience more of who they are. 
You know, so often we hear that somebody's mentored someone or taken them underneath their wing. And I think that's so important for everybody listening to realize that it's so much easier if you have a mentor than if you're just going by yourself. Okay, so it it is. uh, And and not only that, most people overlook the fact that it's a two way street. My first my my first uh, uh, teacher, spiritual teacher used to say, nothing is a one-way street. And it's so true when it comes to mentorship because as you give, so do you reap. You, you get back so much from folks when you mentor them. I, I think so. And I love to see people grow. I think that's why I became a teacher so many years ago. Okay, at this time in our show, our listeners like to hear what your name says about you. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. You've got some of the most powerful letter combinations possible using nameology science in your name, Joyce. It might be overwhelming for some people to have all these dynamic combinations. So the first one, I have jokingly said, if such a thing as reincarnation is real, I'm coming back with the J-O as as my first name, my first two letters. (laughs) I just, I mean, I jokingly said that I have thought of all the names that start with J-O and what other letters I'd like in there, you know. So, I mean, a happy wish your own, but that J-O is dynamic. So here we go. It says that you're absolutely brilliant. You know how to nurture others and take care of others, but you expect them to be loyal in return. And it really hurts you when somebody's not loyal. It says that you can think inside the box and outside the box and everywhere around the box, every which way in and out of the maze. It says that you have a natural intuitiveness And so you're just kind of guided and it's like somebody will ask you a question and you give them an answer and you know that's the right answer. And yet before they ask the question, you didn't know you knew that. I mean, it just it's like it flows and it just comes. It says that you want to be in charge of you. You don't need to be in charge of somebody else. But by golly, nobody else is going to be in charge of you. Your name says that you're incredibly generous. You have a very generous heart. And in time management, was had to have been a challenge somewhere along the line because with being so generous, you would give away your time. And at the end of the day, their jobs would be done, but you'd still be working on yours because you gave your time away. It also says, interestingly enough, that you're here to help other people outside of you change, to feel comfortable and with flexibility and change what's going on. And because you have so many vowels in your name, it says you can literally talk to anybody. So how do we do? Wow, that's <laughs> very cool. There, there are two things I want to say. First of all, I want to share that I believe that we all have the ability to tune into that intuition. We all have the ability to be geniuses, as you have said in your, so appropriately in your introduction. And we just need to let go, watch the signs, and be open to it. I think so often we shut ourselves down. The other thing I wanted to say about your reading is that I truly believe that we are here for two reasons. We're here to realize our full potential as individuals, but we're also here to provide love and support for each other. And when we do that, it gives us each a joy in our hearts that is just, I think, incomparable. I don't think that there's any better feeling that I get than the feeling that I get when I bring 
a smile or joy or make someone laugh or bring someone an unexpected gift. I love bringing gifts when it's not birthdays or a holiday because well, it's I like people remember time. it more. Oh, yeah. Every, every time I get on an airplane. <laughs> and it, it's not like I'm expecting it, uh, but the law of reciprocity is alive and well. And when I bring gifts to others, they want to give me something. And, and I'm not, you know, it's not like I, I'm doing it to get the, something back. But when I do, I'm just delighted. And it's a, it, it just makes me feel good to give to people. I'll never forget my grandmother. May she rest Can in peace. Can we hold that at, thought on your grandmother? Oh, sure, 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 okay. sure. Of course. We need to mm-hmm, take sure. a break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard on xzbn.net and on knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out about our impending crisis of too many jobs and too few people. Stay tuned. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Gwilda Wiaka's latest book, The Science of Magic, Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is the first book in a series based on her writings that open every episode of the Science of Magic radio show. Drawing on the subject matter of each guest and armed with over 40 years experience in shamanism, 35 years in alternative health, and degrees in psychology and religious studies, Gwilda introduces relevant and leading-edge information that supports spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Rich with wisdom and inspirational quotes packaged in digestible segments, this is a book that will pull you from cover to cover. It will also serve as a daily inspirational reading for years to come. The Science of Magic Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is available at our website, tsompublications.com, amazon.com, and wherever fine books are sold. Back in Victorian England, a famous theologian posed a perplexing riddle. Why are the two top personalities in the Bible tagged with the numbers 7 and 11? Academics agree the answer is found in the stunning discovery of a hitherto secret Bible structure explained in a new book called The Genesis Grid. The discovery is so simple that preschool children could illustrate it. 
Certain claims are hugely controversial and may offend some, but at the X-Zone, we've studied this awesome new book and agree with one expert, and I quote, These discoveries appear to be beyond coincidence. So who or what hid this wonderful pattern in the Bible and what might they do next? Find out more, X-Zone Nation, and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is human resources expert Joyce Joya, whose website is thehermangroup.com. You spell that H-E-R-M-A-N group.com. Okay, right before the break, Joyce, you were going to tell us a story about your grandmother. Please continue. My grandmother on her birthday used to give everybody else presents because she felt like she got more from giving presents than she did from getting presents. Now, it didn't stop us from giving her a birthday present every, every year, but she just got a real kick out of it. So when I celebrated a big birthday last year, I brought all of my grandchildren presents as well as my children and their spouses and everybody was just delighted to get presents on my birthday. You know, that's really interesting because I used to celebrate my birthday with all my great friends when I lived in Texas. And we did the same brunch at the same restaurant together every year. And the last year before I moved from Texas five years ago, I brought everybody presents. And they were so surprised. And it was just great to see them open it. Um, okay. I want to get into these things that you've done because it's so remarkable. You've written five books. Now, one of those, which was published in 2003, was Impending Crisis, Too Many Jobs, Too Few People. Now, we're told that our population is exploding around the world and that we have too many people and not enough jobs, which is just the opposite of what you've written. So I'm curious how you came to your conclusion. Unless, I mean, I was brainstorming with other people and we're saying, okay, is that because there's too many technical jobs and not enough trained people in technical jobs? Or what are you meaning by this? We do not, we have a very critical shortage of people who are trained to do the jobs that we have open right now. Unfortunately, we also have millions of people who are perfectly trained and perfectly capable of handling jobs that no longer exist. So we have a huge retraining opportunity. And if we don't get busy and do that, we're going to have a lot of sick, unhappy, and unfortunately probably dying people. Uh, people who are unhappy, um, it's, they don't stick, stick around very long. And people need to feel productive. We have for a long time now, not been training. Corporations just were, they, they decimated their training, uh, their training divisions back in, uh, after uh, 9-11, and they didn't really bring them back in the mid-2000s, and then we had the devastating Great Recession, and Training has just taken a huge hit. Well, now, 
because there is such a critical shortage of so many different types of jobs. We're seeing corporations finally getting back to doing training and growing their own because they have to. You know, organizations cannot stay in business, serve their their clients, make the, the widgets without people, without good people who are trained and experienced to one degree or another. Companies need to grow their own, and they're doing that now, I'm happy to say. Well, you know, a lot of businesses, to my knowledge, and please correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of businesses are teaming up with community colleges that I've seen, like Toyota in San Antonio has teamed up with Palo Alto Community College, and they have literally sent some of their people to teach at community college there. And so if you go through the program and you do well, then you're promised a job or you have a great likelihood of a job at Toyota because they're needing these people. Okay. And so I, I see a lot idea. of that. Do you, are you very, saying that? It's a very, very good. It's a very good public-private partnership. And I like it especially because most companies don't take the time to let the colleges and universities know in their area what kind of graduates they need and they want to hire. And that's what Toyota is partially doing when they're going into the schools and helping to teach. So I'm, I'm very pleased to hear about that. And, I, and it's a good role model for other organizations in other cities. Now, the other thing that I've seen, just because I've lived so many different places, is when I was teaching at the local college and I was teaching math, that one of the businesses called and said, our people don't know enough math to run our machinery, and this is the math they need, and would you please send us a teacher who they think in eight weeks can teach them all this math? And so they sent me over, and I got to work and teach them that math in that amount of time, and everybody was promised a raise that could pass my class. That's another really good one. I like that a lot, too. And that was actually in our book, Lean and Meaningful, A New Culture for Corporate America, which was published back in 1998. And in that book, we talked about how companies were teaching basic literacy and numeracy to their employees because, unfortunately, our schools are simply not graduating people who have those basic skills. We need to pay attention to education a lot more in this country, in the United States. We've settled for mediocrity. We're graduating young people without having basic, uh, basic abilities to read and write. It's really scary. Well, it is scary, and that's a whole other subject. Because I've been an educator for 40 years, it was like, oh, I can tell you what's going on, uh, in my opinion. But anyway, you talk about workforce stability in your book, Workforce Stability, The Competitive Edge. What's yep. so important about workforce stability and how do we maintain it? When organizations do not have a consistent workforce, it, it just slows down everything and it gums up the work. We want uh, teams and staff to, be, to work like well-oiled machines. We want people to be able to work together. We want people to feel good about working together. And when there's high turnover because there's low workforce stability, 
then you're you're changing the personalities on a regular basis, and then the team has to adjust to that new personality, and that just slows everything down. It makes organizations much less productive. So that's why we had the title, Workforce Stability, Your Competitive Edge. So how do we maintain our employees? How do we keep them happy or real happiness versus just more money? I'm so glad you asked me that question because I have been working on a book about that very topic. My new book is called Experience Rules, and it's about the what employers can do to create positive experiences for their employees. And it, it talks about all different kinds of positive experiences, like from the very beginning, when people come in to interview with you, are you welcoming? Do you make them feel like they're important people just for being there? Do you show them what your office looks like? Do you introduce them to people? Do you make them feel important? And then in the onboarding process, do you give them all the information that they need to feel good about working there? Do you sign them a buddy or a sponsor, someone that they can go to and get those important questions answered? And once they're ready to be launched, what's it like when they get to their own desk? The supervisor, does the supervisor ignore him or her? Or is a supervisor welcoming with open arms saying, we're glad you're here. What's on the desk waiting for them? Is it a mug of candy with a card signed by everybody in that department saying, welcome, Jane, welcome, Joe, we're glad you're here? Or is it just, well, there's your desk and there's your computer and you can just start working? And that just that's a setup for failure. You know, I've heard of many organizations where people actually show up for the first day of work and they don't have computers set up for them yet and they don't have business cards waiting for the people. It's it's really sad when I hear stories like that. But it doesn't stop there because once the person is on staff and has been working for the organization for a while, that's when the person is in danger of being poached, of being spirited away. Uh, case in point, my, my youngest daughter had just started a new job with a new company in Manhattan, and she was happy to get this new job, and, and she was on the job for something like three weeks when she was approached by a brand-new startup and the startup gave her a significant raise in salary, $10,000 signing bonus, 5,000 shares of their stock, and the opportunity to supervise others. That wow. kind of opportunity is what we're seeing that employees will be, will, will be offered. And you've got to be ready that when that happens, they're they're very happy that they're with you and they understand that the grass is not necessarily greener on the other side of the fence. 
We need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. This show is dedicated to finding out more about the workplace. After the break, we'll find out about some different ways that Joyce Joya has assisted businesses. Stay tuned. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. 
Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale, so mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even ten for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. N.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, right here on xzbn.net radio. Our guest tonight is Joyce Joya, who can be reached via her website, thehermangroup.com. That's H-E-R-M-A-N group.com. Now, right beforehand, the break, we were talking about people being offered great deals and poaching other people. I think this really happens a lot in the technology or the computer field because getting people that are really well-trained and then being able to keep them when everybody's desperate for them seems to be a very challenging task. Does this seem to appear to you more in some fields than others that people want to poach? Yes, in the fields that have the most critical workforce shortages. But I have to tell you, those pockets of crisis are increasing. They're growing, and it's a lot of different fields now. It's hospitality, it's technology, it's sales, it's in the financial field. It's in a lot of different fields now, Sharon. It's fascinating how that's happening. And I would think you could be really good at sales and not have to have a college education. Yes, that is, that is very true. And that is one of the things I'm glad that we're talking about because I think way too many people are pushed to go to college who don't necessarily benefit from the college experience and who don't need college in order to be successful. And but they don't need the debt. <laughs> Oh, oh, that is for sure. But, you know, as a society, we're, we're so, I don't know, I guess brainwashed to believe that, that college is the only way to get ahead. And that is not true. I mean, we need, we desperately need tradesmen, HVAC technicians, critical shortage situ- situation, electricians, plumbers. We had a plumber come the other day to fix a 
a leak and a, a change out our faucet in the kitchen, it was over $300. <laughs> oh, my. Well, you know, I, I laugh about that. But the people that are coming out of the military that are well-trained in all of those fields are literally, what I'm seeing, making more money than all the teachers and many of the business people, even some doctors and lawyers, because there's such yeah. a critical demand for them. Okay. So, Joyce, you've been, a, you've been a dynamic leader starting at a young age. Did you encounter stumbling blocks along the way to reaching your goals? Oh and if so, how did you overcome them? Oh, Sharon, I was the worst boss ever. <gasps> I was just terrible. At the age of, of like 20 or 24, something like that. I, actually, I guess I was in my late 20s but when I was the publisher of the Complete Buyer's Guide to Serial Hi-Fi Equipment. And I was t- a terrible boss. I'd give my, my secretary, because that's what we had then, I'd give her work to do at the end of the day and, and, and ask her to stay late consistently. I mean, it was just, I was awful. I was not sensitive. I, I it was, oh, <laughs> It was a hard lesson to learn, but I, I went through secretaries like changing clothes. It was just awful. And I learned, it wasn't until a few years later that I learned that, it, unfortunately, I had felt like I needed to put other people down in order to feel good about myself. And boy, that was really eye-opening when that, I had that revelation. And then when I became a leader at the Herman Group, it was totally different. I was, I was very understanding. I worked with my people. I, I gave people, you know, one of the most important things that leaders can do is to keep our emotional bank accounts with our employees high. We want to make sure that we give them our full attention and we listen with our eyes and our hearts, not only our ears, because each of us, as Stephen Covey said about the members of our family, we have emotional bank accounts with every member of our staff. And when we pay attention to keeping those bank balances high, everything runs better. You know, you've traveled much of the world helping businesses become the employer of choice. What are the basic tenets of becoming a business of choice? Wow. Well, there are eight different areas. I'll, I'll see if I can remember them. There's, uh, the first one is culture. You, you must have a good culture. It must be a place that people enjoy working. People have good people to work with. There's a team spirit. There's uh, a joy that people feel about being there. The company appreciates the people who are there. And, and the leaders of the organization are enlightened. You cannot have an employer of choice organization without enlightened leaders. Enlightened leaders have a vision for tomorrow. They know how to communicate it in a way that people want to follow them. Enlightened leaders really understand the strategic value of people, and they don't take credit. They, they give their people the credit, and it's, they really get the one-for-all, all-for-one culture, and they model it. 
they model work-life balance, and they do live balanced lives. They also are chosen to speak at events around the world in, and around their communities representing their organizations. Uh, enlightened leaders are folks who everybody looks up to and everybody typically likes. It, uh, the employer of choice organizations also have a culture of caring where they take care of their people, not only with employee benefits and, and insurances, the typical insurances, but they might have a nutritionist available once a month for the people who needed it. Or they might have a nurse or a doctor come uh, once every other week on site. They might do like uh, one of the companies out in California does manicures once a month on site and they'll engage a manicurist to give everybody, the men and the women, manicures. Or they'll do massages on site at a discount for people who who like to have massages. They you know, they, they really look for ways that they can take care of their people. The latest, by the way, interesting new benefit is something called financial wellness. And there's a website called Best Money Moves that's a really good one that uh, companies can go where companies can go and sign up uh, and get that financial wellness support. It's even gamified for their people so that their people can get out of debt and stay out of debt. So Best Money Moves, is it .com or .net? I think it's .com. Uh, okay. And then organizations provide meaning, uh, who are employers of choice, provide meaningful work. They know that people want to contribute to the bottom line of the organization. They also are good social um, corporate citizens. They really care about their communities, and they support community um operations like, like theater, symphony, uh, community endeavors. They might support the, the local uh, kids' soccer team in their particular area. They might uh, spend one day every three months picking up trash off the, the local highway. They are organizations that are recognized as having a good reputation in their industry. They're financially sound, they have a good, a solid history, and everyone understands that that reputation reflects back on the employees. You know, I was reading just recently a research paper that was stating that money can only motivate so much, but what people really wanted was time to be creative and to invent and to work together to think outside the box, to be able to explore some of their own ideas as it related to the business, and that they wanted that freedom to grow um, even more so than more money in the bank. You know that Google allows people to take, I think it's 20% of their time or 10% of their time, to pursue anything that they want to pursue, any different idea. And they even have a lab for those people to work in. See, I just think that's fabulous. Okay, out of curiosity, really quickly, 
Do you have a favorite country or place where you love to travel since you've been all over the world doing that, you know, giving golly. stuff? Oh, golly. Um, you put me on the spot here. Singapore, I love Singapore because it's English speaking and because it's a really different culture. It has a lot of Chinese influence and I do love Shanghai as a city. It's really special. But I fell in love with Seoul and I fell in love with Amsterdam just in the last year. So I don't know. <laughs> I love a lot of <laughs> or, different places. Or it always could be the last place you were just at, right? <laughs> I don't know. We need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out about the trend report and what Joyce Joya has in her name that has assisted her that you may have in your name as well. Stay tuned. One of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce, is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the X-Zone radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201 234-8986 or Skype at Elizabeth.Joyce and for more information you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. 
When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From out of the woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Joyce Joya, who has taken her talents to a level where she's highly respected worldwide by employers. You can reach her via her website, thehermangroup.com. Again, that's H-E-R-M-A-N. Okay, back to business here. Military spouses constantly need to apply for a new job, and people are constantly looking for that perfect fit for themselves in a job. Your book, How to Choose Your Next Employer, helps people who are looking for a job. What are some of the suggestions that you make in your book? Wow. Make sure that it's a company that you're going to enjoy working with, and the way to do that is find out what people think about it. Go meet people in the parking lot. Um, ask people on staff, how do you feel about working here? Make sure that you're, you are going into the right job for you. You know, I moved around enough being a military wife. I always asked questions of the employer or prospective employer after they asked me questions. I did an interview of them just like they did an interview of me. Do you suggest people do that often or is that not common? Oh, well, not enough people are doing that. You should ask lots of questions of the prospective employer because it's, it's going to hurt you if you do make a mistake. So try to be careful. And I know that sometimes military spouses can't be chooser, choosy, but really, you'll be, if you're miserable, that doesn't help anybody. What is the Herman Group and what specifically does this group do? We are certified management consultants and professional speakers and futurists, and we, I'm fond of saying I help organizations to make better decisions by knowing what's coming. Okay. And you publish the Herman Trend Alerts that's free for yes. everyone. So what's yes, covered in those trend alerts, and how would one go about getting that or signing up for it? Go to www.hermantrendalert.com, and you can sign up for free, and you can sign up not, not only in English, but in Spanish or Portuguese as well. And I want to make an offer that anyone who sends me a note at Joyce at hermangroup.com, I will send them the ebook of How to Choose Your Next Employer. How's that? Oh. That's very generous. Now, what is that Herman Trend Alert that that's so good for us to sign up for? Oh, it's What's one covered trend. It? It's one trend that goes into people's email boxes once a week, and it's it's really an easy read. It's like 350, tops 400 words, and it's about some interesting development in the world. This week is about using robots to pick and pack, which is fulfillment. 
and fulfillment operations and what humans are good at and what robots are good at. And next week is about Warren Buffett's Secret Millionaires Club, which is a program for children ages second grade to sixth grade, which teaches them how to run their own business. And it's, it's a substitute for the regular math curriculum. Brilliant idea. Oh, now that sounds really fascinating. Do you want to give us just a little bit more on that one? Sure, sure. Warren Buffett, everybody knows who the Oracle of Omaha is, I think. He's one of the top investors in the whole world. Looked around and said, you know, we need to start teaching kids in elementary school dollars and cents. And so he decided to create this program called the Secret Millionaires Club. And in 20 webisodes, young people learn all about how to, how to do, use a checkbook, how to, uh, or balance a checkbook, how to uh, establish a business, what, what's important in establishing a business. And he does this in conversations with four kids in Omaha at, of diverse backgrounds, of course, Latina, Asian, African-American, Caucasian kids, as well as his friends, Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Bill Gates. It's a brilliantly conceived idea that in, even includes its own comic book. Oh, that just sounds marvelous. Okay, if you could change one thing about people's understanding or how they look at the world, what would that be? I would ask people to be open to opportunity. The fourfold path of enlightenment says show up, pay attention, tell the truth, be open to outcome. And what I see is that most, many people are not holding that positive expectation. They're not open to what could happen for them in the world. They're not looking for that miracle that could be right around the next corner. Okay. Suppose you're the boss and you have somebody that's just not performing or they're making up their own stuff and they're not following the rules of the company. How do you go about changing them or letting them go? Well, there are four reasons why people don't do what you want to want them to. Either they don't have the knowledge, in which case we need to educate them. We need, uh, they don't have the skills, in which case we need to train them. They don't have the right attitude, in which case we need to give them counseling. Or they don't have the right environment, in which case we need to change their environment. Look at those four areas. We call them K-S-A-E. And you'll find what you're looking for. And if you can't, if you, if, if you look at all those and nothing works, then it's time to give the individual a creative career redirection opportunity. <laughs> I love that wording. Yeah, boy, that one's really politically correct. Um, if you were a boss and you have inherited a company, and now you're the boss, okay? You weren't the boss before. What is one change as a boss that you would want to do immediately? And what's one thing you would not want to change immediately? Well, I, first thing that you have to do is find out what the culture is. And so you don't want to mess with the culture right off the bat. But I would share with you that one of the things that really served us in our small organization, 
was to have an attitude of continuous learning. We had a sign next to the door that said, count that day lost that you don't learn something new. And we had our employees coming to us at the end of the day saying, I haven't learned anything today. Teach me something so that I can leave. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I really do. I love the idea of having an organization that is continuously looking for better, better, faster, cheaper ways to do things. Okay. Is there anything else that you're currently working on? You kind of mentioned it earlier that you would like to share with us. I'm working on a new book. It'll be out in, in June, not out yet. And I'm very excited about it because it kind of bridges the gap between my marketing background and my HR background. And it looks at how, what organizations need to do with all of their relationships, not just their relationships with employees, not just their relationships with customers, but all of the different relationships that they have and how they need to nurture those relationships with good experiences. Wow. If you could, when you go into a new place and they've invited you to speak, all right. And Mm -hmm. is there any research that you do on that company before you present to them? Oh, a lot. I'll, I'll interview people who are going to be in my audience. I'll talk to as high as a person as I can in their, their organization to find out what he'd like me to accomplish or she'd like me to accomplish. And I want to interview the rank and file who are going to be in my office, in my audience as well. I want to be as prepared as I possibly can be. I want to be able to speak their language. I remember when my late partner and I spoke in Brazil, we had done so much work. Mostly I had done a lot of research to prepare for it. And I mean, we had slides up the wazoo uh, about uh, Brazil and afterwards, people came up to us afterwards and said, where have you been? We didn't know that you were consultants here. And it was because we had prepared so well. I always look at the industry that the organization is in. I also look at the competition that the organization faces. I want to be as totally prepared as I possibly can be to address that audience and give them the most take-home value that I can. It has been a sheer joy having you on, you know, on the show today. And I want to spell your last name for everyone because it's pronounced Joya, but it's spelled G-I-O-I-A. So everyone, when I'm saying Joyce Joya, the last name is spelled G-I-O-I-A. And you can just Google her name and it's amazing how much stuff comes up. Thank you so much for being with us, Joyce, and sharing your knowledge. And when you bring joy into the lives of others, you don't have to be named Joya to do that. (laughs) You will feel good about yourself. Be prepared and surprised and pleased when you experience Joyce Joya's work. Her website, again, is thehermangroup.com. Joyce's name indicates that she excels at looking inside the box and outside of the box, as well as brilliant with a high degree of intuition. This is found in the letter combination of J-O. If your name contains the combination J-O, you too have the same ability that you can develop. Do you know where your genius lies? 
I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, host of the radio show Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on XZBN.net radio, an X-Zone radio station, and on KnowTheName.com. For all the days and times of Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, please go to XZBN.net and check out our broadcast schedule. This is Sharon Lynn Wyatt, signing off. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.